Previously on Fantastic Worlds Podcast. So what does everybody have to drink? Some vino. I have wine with blueberries in it that I'm drinking through a straw because I'm fucking classy. Um, I'm drinking a Pliny the Elder. It's very good. And I'm it's kind of a fancy beer, so I'm drinking it out of a fancy glass. Where is Frosty the Snowbid? The snowman's head slowly turns around. Its cold mouth almost seems to get bigger and forms a big toothy grin. Do you think I was not prepared for this? It reveals a skull underneath with long, white, greasy hair, and you hear a cackle. <laughs> we see a young Odessa Granade, no more than 16 years of age, looking at her small plush teddy bear huddled in the fetal position under the blankets. The lightning once again illuminates the room. Odessa's mom's face has turned green and has transformed into a crocodile bearing its long, sharp teeth. You hear the snapping of teeth, the lightning strikes, and you see Odessa's dad in the mouth of the crocodile. Blood splattered everywhere. Does the name Baba Yaga mean anything to you? One of you dead men's melted my snowman and I want my revenge! Hello, world's travelers. Abby here. We'll be getting to episode four in just a second. But first, we want to thank you all so much for the response we got to our launch. Last Wednesday was the culmination of nearly nine months or the gestation of a human child's worth of hard work on our part. And it was all crazy, stupid worth it. I think there was a part of all of us that were pretty sure only our moms would listen, but so many of you downloaded the show, uh, reached out to us on Twitter and Reddit to offer feedback and ask questions that I'm beginning to think that you must be real, and not just one of Kay's friends making up endless Apple IDs on social media handles. So thank you so much for this past week as we move from the theoretical into the real. Uh, the support you've given us truly means the world. Keep reaching out on our Fantastic World social media pages with the stuff you love, the stuff you hate, the stuff you meh. It'll really help us uh, improve the show as our foolish heroes press on through the ice and snow to meet their fates. You're all amazing, beautiful unicorns who must never burn your tongues on hot coffee and always make it through the intersection just before the light turns red, leaving your tailgaters stuck behind you. Enjoy episode four, Ten Penny for your thoughts. Well, you guys are all second level now, and that means new stuff. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Not really. <laughs> yeah, second level is kind of a slog. I don't know why they do that, but it seems like everybody's second level is just not as good as the first or the third level. But, you know, that means, just means you're one more closer to the third level. Yay! Yeah. That's going to take us like eight more episodes, but whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. You mean 10. You know what? I don't pick on you. You don't pick on me. It's only fair. Uh, what did you guys game call Game Dad me last? picks on yeah. whoever he wants. Okay, fine, Game Dad, whatever. <laughs> you thought that was going to go away. You thought wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you a mug that says that. Game Dad. <laughs> I am not a Game Dad. That implies you are all my children, and I am Number not comfortable one, with that game at, dad. at all. Happy Father's Day, Game Dad. No, you're going to be walking around your town, and you're going to see people that are following the podcast, and they're gonna, you're going to see Game Dad shirts. You know, uh-huh. It's going to happen. 
Oh, so petition to get him a mug that says number one game dad. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm going to send you a Father's Day card and it's going to say happy Father's Day game dad. So just like get fucking ready. This shit is coming for you. It's happening. Eventually Uh. you're going to take us to Comic Con and we're all going to be on like leashes. I want the one that's the monkey around. that's like a backpack. I was just like, going to say, I want the little bear. The little bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'll mine take has a little horsey. Yeah, mine has to be the just bear. Just registering this back. for the future. This sounds uh-huh. like the creepiest fucking thing I have ever heard of. <laughs> 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 We're not going to talk too much about level two because level two is kind of boring. But what I am going to talk about is a new feature that we are adding to our game. As I had mentioned in our first episode, we originally all came together around playing Dungeon World. Dungeon World is is a great starting book. The reason why is it makes you focus on creating a world and then living in that. One of the things that they add as a feature is called bonds. So basically when two friends in the game play something that they have written down as a bond, they get a benefit from that. I wanted to introduce that into ours. It's a great way to build a stronger RP element in our game. And that means each of our characters have bonds. The way it's going to be different is starting at this level. When they play to those bonds or when they do something that is a heroic act or they have this extraordinary RP moment, I will award hero points based off of those different items. Then those hero points can be used for such items as acting out of turn. They could use it to advantage or disadvantage myself or themselves. They can get an extra action. They can use it as inspiration where I might give them a clue as how to proceed. They can use it to recall a spell or something that they've already cast and have lost or a special ability. Or my favorite is rule of fun, meaning that if they just want to do something wacky that the rules don't really have a point for, I'll let them use a hero point. I might make it a difficult thing to achieve, but they can still try for it. And I call it, you know, Scooby-Doo ideas kind of things, (laughs) MacGyver-isms. So with that, let's talk about everybody's bonds. Angel, why don't you talk, tell me about your bonds? Sure, sure can. I have a total of six, three for each uh, character. Uh, For Odessa, I have three, and it goes... Odessa saved my life at the lighthouse. I will preserve her life. So this happened when, because we're first level Dustin, we get taken down quickly. But Odessa used her healing potion. So that's that's pretty cool because a lot of people kind of save those. So that was awesome. She didn't hesitate to uh, use that to bring me back up. Cause and I, I'm going to chime in real quick there. Yes. The lighthouse is actually re-recorded to test games oh, before. Right, that was a B-side. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's right. Before the podcast. Like a chemistry test. Yes, we are going to release those at a later date, but we wanted to get some of the main game in first before we release those. Yeah, so we had some pre-adventures, so that was one of them. So a little back history between Abraxas and Odessa. Odessa's eyes can find both beauty and the perfect spot to aim for. She may become a trusted ally, so I went with that one because of just kind of what I said. She's got a kind of eye for, you know, taking you out, (laughs) aiming for between your eyes, or, you know, she's looking um, particularly comely. Yeah, other places. (laughs) She's looking for, like, you know, what was the the Ionia from the town looking too closely (laughs) (laughs) I see you. I see what you're doing. Get out of here. So, uh, and, of course, the Odessa can talk to anyone. I have much to learn from her because, again... That's kind of a Braxis's thing. He's he needs to beef up his social skills. So that's the I call that the Odessa set. Uh, Pippa set is it starts the same way as Pippa can talk to anyone. I have much to learn from her because both Odessa 
and Pippa have are social. They're you know they're well spoken, but both on kind of a different focus as far as like charm, you know, manipulation, finesse, uh, flirtation. So you know they're on a little spectrum of social skills. So I put that as a bond as well. And Pippa also has, Pippa knows that you don't need a title or a badge to dispense frontier justice. She may become a trusted ally. So Abraxas is all about that. That's great that towns have rules and there's unwritten rules, written rules, but you know, you don't need to be a lord or lady. You don't have to have the badge to dispense justice. And this also ties back to our B-side roles, as Dustin said, uh, previous adventures. Pippa could have met a watery end that will help her survive the dangers of the wild. So in this, oh God. you'll find out that <laughs> early in the game, Pippa was I forgot she nearly drowned. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> and like, in like our test game, Pippa almost died. To be fair, I almost nearly drowned in the last game, but mine was in freezing waters. Oh, that's true. Maybe that's going to be the theme. I should, yeah. I, should, I should add I, a bond that's water-based for I both of you. I definitely took some <laughs> swimming skill points because I was like, fuck, fuck this. That. I don't want to die. <laughs> so those are Abraxas's bonds. And one of the things that you notice there is, for instance, Abraxas has a hard time communicating. He's a, he's definitely a super introvert, I would say. He might resolve those bonds at the end of this level by, during the next couple of games, forcing him into positions where he becomes a better speaker based off of Pippa and Odessa's advice. And when he resolves those bonds, he will get a hero point for that. I'm going to choose Kaylee next because there's a big old cat on her face right now. And I think it's hilarious. All right, everybody, if you can actually hear her purring right now, I have a three-year-old Sphinx cat named Muda, and she is very attached to touching my body at all times. Okay, that was my trachea. That wasn't cool. Okay, so (laughs) hi, baby. Hello. I know. Okay, so my bonds, there are four of them. Oh, Jesus Christ, just pick a place and lay down. <laughs> so my first set is for Pippa. Pippa, I have two. I have a positive and a negative. That's loosely. Like, they're not like, this is a really good thing. This is a bad thing. It's just kind of, this is something that more I need to give to them and more something that I need to take away from them. Like, something I need to learn or something that's already kind of established that I want to work on more. So for Pippa's, I have Pippa seems to get into a lot of trouble. I need to walk her back at all times, which I feel I don't need to explain because Pippa is literally always drowning or getting hit with logs or (laughs) stealing shit. I don't know. (laughs) Curiosity is going to kill her. Eventually, yeah, and Odessa really doesn't want that to happen, so she's going to do her best to save you from yourself. (laughs) Pull, Pull the lever syndrome. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's and then got that Pippa's bad. positive, quote unquote, bond is Pippa's heart is kind and true. I admire her drive to help others. I think that Odessa is definitely has that as well. But I think she's kind of become a little numb to the world. And she kind of wants to remember how to be more compassionate, how to be more kind, how to kind of be more of the mom friend. I don't I don't know. She'll probably never get to that point because that's not who she is. I think there's things that she can take away from Pippa. And then for Abraxas, his are Abraxas seems to struggle in almost any social situation. I will fix that somehow. <laughs> she isn't sure how, she isn't sure when, but... She is just constantly watching him, like, stumble through basic conversation. Is just like, child, what 
is going on <laughs> and just wants to like mismanners him so that he can at least have a conversation. I think there's probably a really big part of her that like wants to get him laid and it's just, honey, if you walk up to anybody right now, they're going to look at you like you're a monster. <laughs> like, Aww. what basement did you come out of? <laughs> and Odessa <laughs> loves him. And so she's just like, please, God, let me help you. <laughs> I need to give you some mojo, some game. We're going to work on this together. And as Odessa uh, is the player of the group, that makes sense. Right, right. I'm going right. to put all my extra ability ranks in charisma now. No. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Odessa will support you. We believe in you. <laughs> we believe in you. And then the other one is Abraxas, despite his struggle, is an ally that I can truly rely on. Because even though he's a weird, socially awkward butterfly, he will share his food. He will jump into action to help her. He's really kind of proven that, like... He's there for her, even though she's definitely more of, like, a solo person. So I think she really values him. And she definitely values Pippa as well. He shares his bacon. I mean, um, honestly, yeah. even though I don't partake in it in real life, Odessa definitely does. Because <laughs> she's a foodie. <laughs> That's all yours, right, Kay? Mm-hmm, that's it. Abby, you're up. Pippa's bonds with her two companions, starting with Odessa is that Odessa has so far proved herself a trustworthy ally and a good friend to Pippa, particularly uh, when she helped her out of a rough spot when they were traveling together before the start of the Reign of Winter adventure path. You know, suffice to say, Pippa's curiosity, once again, and also just kind of sense of like, this is wrong and I'm going to stop it, got her into a jam that Odessa got her out of. And so she's really proved herself as someone that Pippa can trust. And Pippa really wants to return the favor. That's that's one of um, kind of her main goals right now. She wants to prove herself an equally trustworthy friend to Odessa as they continue to travel together. Her other one for Odessa is that she's so, so curious about Odessa's gun, quote unquote. <laughs> gun. The murder stick. The murder boomstick thing. She really wants to fire it just once. If Odessa would let her fire the gun, like just fucking once. She'd be uh, over the moon and I probably like blown back to, like, several feet. But stand behind you and just like oh, shit. I'm sure the Brace recoil would yourself. knock my three foot character completely like into the back wall. Pippa even I- knows that and still wants to fire it because <laughs> we. <laughs> For a Braxis, Pippa thinks that he is a fascinating combination of ferocity and guilelessness that she finds so precious. She loves it. She thinks he's the cutest person that she's ever met in her whole life. And she wants to protect him. And she wants to teach him how to function in her world. But she also doesn't want him to absorb it. She thinks he's too pure for it. And and he doesn't... There are certain things about how people manipulate each other that she never wants him to learn. Uh, so she's trying to find that balance between teaching him how to take care of himself in this world, but not letting it touch that inner core of of purity that she senses about him. And the second one is that Pippa's really fascinated with anything having to do with the North. She just, she's always loved stories about it. She's always wanted to go there. As soon as Abraxas like let on that he was from around, that he was from the North, she was just all about it. Her, Her second bond with him is that she wants to know as much about the wild North as he will tell her. 
And she's also never met a druid. So she's also extremely curious about that. So she's going to try and get as much information out of Abraxas about those two things as possible. Well, as you can see, these are some very uh, adventurous bonds. Everybody seems to want to help Abraxas become a better speaker. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, huff puff, you guys are going to make me blush. (laughs) (laughs) and so they will be taking these bonds into mine over the course of level two so by the time they hit level three we will have a discussion of you know Odessa did your bonds with Abraxas did any of them get resolved and she will get hero points based on that because we are starting this now and they won't get hero access to hero points for that and because they all did such a great job last game they will all get one hero point to start for this level (laughs) yeah and the next thing we need to do is everybody gets to roll for their HP. Yes. Yay! Finally. So what we do here is we have a house rule that when somebody levels up, I roll their hit die, they roll their hit die, and we keep the higher one of them. So Odessa will be rolling a d10. So let's both roll and see who gets the higher number. Boop, boop. I got a six. I got a 10. <laughs> That's 10 for K. And now it's Abby's turn. What hit die are you rolling? A D8. Okay, let's roll. One. I rolled a one, two, so we that's a re-roll. 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 I am not accepting that. <laughs> Pippa would die this game. Like, oh, shit, yeah. I rolled a one again. Oh, I my rolled God. a one again. I'm just, Okay, switching die, switching die. That's unacceptable. <laughs> yes, no, okay. no fucking kidding. <laughs> I rolled a one a third time. What? Oh my god. It's I'm like the universe. Roll, you said a D8. I'm yes. rolling for Abby. I rolled a four this time. I got a seven. <laughs> yes, can we take let's take K's. I'll let you take K's. Just Yay! Well. Can we make a new house rule where all three of us roll for Abby? That's like the new- I can't roll. I can't do it. Well, luckily, I will let Kaylee save Abby with that seven because Thank honestly, you. you guys need god. some hit points. Angel, you're up. What's your hit die? My hit die is a die eight. Okay, let's roll. Roll and roll and roll in. That's a six. I rolled a four that time, so you get the six. All right, let's see. That brings my hit points to whopping, ooh, 17. I feel like a fucking juggernaut. Ooh, boy. What about Kay and uh, Abby? What do you guys have? I have 26. My lord, you're the tank. God. We just keep things off of you. I'll just take the hits, guys. This is fine. Abraxas and I will stealth into some bushes. Odessa will try to talk everybody down. And I mean, it's working so far. (laughs) And it works really well for her character because she's just like, okay, peace. (laughs) I'm done with this conversation. (laughs) Until she gets killed. She'd go out swinging. So when we last left you guys, you had kind of a rough, uh, well, at least Odessa had kind of a rough time. Um, But you guys survived and you dealt with some very, very stupid bandits. Oh, boy. (laughs) No kidding. You guys saw some smoke, and after climbing at least 100 feet into the hills, um, when the hillside finally left, leveled off, you saw in a clearing among the trees a large wooden lodge overlooking a ravine spanned by a long rope bridge. Smoke is rising from the lodge's two snow-covered chimneys, and a large wood pile is stacked against the outer wall. A small outbuilding stands to the east of the lodge, and a stone well nearly blanketed with snow is barely recognizable. This is a very active site. You see snow tracks everywhere. Several of the tracks leave southwest towards the detached stable. You get an impression that this place is well traversed, at least during the day. So I think before we go any further, we need to get Pippa warmed up. Didn't she get some cold exposure? Yeah, yes, she did. She's got six points of uh, non-lethal damage. Yeah, so we need to get you She's somewhere. We're, we're too far to head back to the 
That one cabin, right? That one cavern is probably too far. If you want to roll me a survival, you have been climbing through some hills. I can see if you can find something nearby to go do something with. Super high 18 plus 12. Jesus. 30. Without any problem, you're like, oh, there's a cavern right over there that's well hidden. We totally can go right there. So you guys can head to that. Literally, like, walks up to a hill and, like, hits it once with his fist. The snow falls. There's a cavern. Perfect. (laughs) Nice to have a woodsman around. I try. I try. Let's get you you warmed up here. I really appreciate that we're not in an igloo right now. I I can build (laughs) one of those, too. I really prefer we didn't. You guys got here fairly early in the day. It's like 11 a.m. So if you get like a full rest, it will be nighttime, maybe like 7, 8 o'clock at night when the dark, the sun is setting. Yeah, I think uh, Pippa would definitely think it's a good idea to, to wait for nightfall. It is traditional. It starts to get into the evening. Pippa is warmed up. So your hypothermia, uh, the fatigue you're feeling is now gone. Okay. And how about the non-lethal damage? Is that going to take longer? Is that longer healed? To, or? Unlike normal damage, non-lethal damage is healed quickly with rest. So. Oh, okay. Pippa can probably go kind of stealth around in the woods and do a little recon and see if she can pick up movements in and out or roughly how many people there are. Okay. Roll me a stealth. Do you need any backup? No, I think I'll be quieter and quicker on my own. Well, then the first thing is when you go back out into the snow, roll me a fortitude save. 18. You passed, and now roll me a stealth check. 23. Okay. So you stealth up. I would imagine you come through the bushes a little bit, and you observe. Um, Roll me a perception. 20. Uh, You see a couple of things. The first thing you notice is from where the well is all the way over the path, there's a small silver line and you can, you wouldn't have saw it otherwise except for the, the night has been rather clear and the moonlight just caught it just slightly. Is it a trap? It's, you can tell it's a tripwire. And in fact, you follow the tripwire and it goes up to the well. And, and when you're like looking at that well, you're like, why is that over there? You notice it's attached to a crossbow. When the crossbow f- fires, it falls into the well. And then you see a rope come from behind the well up onto the porch where there's a bunch of pots and pans. Oh, the rope is tied to to alarm everybody. Clever. That's some ghetto ass shit. Yeah, that is a <laughs> that is a seriously ratchet trap, but <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the other thing you notice is about every 30 minutes or so, somebody comes out of the front door and walks over to the stable and then kind of does a perimeter around the house and then heads back inside. Just one person does a does this patrol every half an hour? Just one person. Peppa is going to go ahead and kind of stealth around the other side. Okay, roll me another stealth check. That one's an 18. Okay. So Pippa kind of stealthed around up into this tree line, uh, kind of like to the to the north of the lodge. Um, other than the guy that you see that makes his rounds every, every couple minutes, and you're very lucky, you see him stop for a second, but then he turns around, meaning like he thought he heard something, but quickly shaked it off and went back down his route. So you gotta be careful. You do occasionally see people looking out this window here. Okay. okay, so the one right next to the front door. This window here. The other and, one right next to the front door. And this window here. Okay, so the, so the windows on the front of the house, people are kind of peeking out every once in a while. Yep. But not on the side. Not on the side. And you're thinking that the reason why they're looking at it is because that's the obvious trail that if somebody was going to come in and attack or something like that, that's where they're probably going to come from. So. Okay. Can I see any other entrances on the side? 
You do not see any on that side of the launch. Okay, so I head back to the cave and I kind of relay the information of there's a, a really jerry-rigged looking trap over by the well in front of the lodge. And uh, looks like they've only got a patrol of about one guy that comes out every eh, 30 minutes or so and uh, walks around the lodge. And people are looking out the front windows, but not uh, not too much to the side that I could see. Okay. But I also didn't see any entrances. Oh. Uh, on the side of the building, so we may have no choice but to go in through the front door. So would you say that we could go from the south of the house and go from, like, the bottom and see if maybe there's another door? Where did you go? Like, did you just see the north I house? pretty much stuck to the northern woods and right around the front area. I uh, didn't go too much farther than that. I didn't feel didn't feel comfortable going it alone. Would have taken me a little longer to get over there. But that's definitely an avenue... We can try if we kind of stick to the trees and come around from the south. Should we take out the person that comes in patrol? That's one less person we have to deal with, even if it alerts everybody. So, idea. What if we wait for that guy to come around, and then Pippa, what if you hit him with the blow dart? (laughs) (laughs) Even if Braxis has to stifle like a laugh. Don't tease me. I'm just saying you could use better resources. I mean, I, I can try. <laughs> Ooh, all right, so uh, head south as a group. Yep. I think that's best. I don't know. What do y'all think? Should we try to take out that guard? I say we do it. Yeah, well, let's do it. That sounds fun. Yeah, why not? So you guys come down and around and go through the south. And you go against a stone wall for quite a ways. And then it opens up, and you guys come out right behind the stable. Uh, Pippa can hear horses neighing and burring through the walls. Okay, not to be too much of a horse nerd, but horses wouldn't neigh unless there was actually something going on. Horses don't actually make much noise unless there's something horrible happening. Abby, I love but. you so much. <laughs> and I oh hate you so much right now. Oh, but these are Galarian <laughs> horses, so they do different stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. I, yep. I, I mean, unless I there's like Justin, something scary or something sexy happening, horses don't actually make much noise. Hey, you know what? You don't know what these horses are up to. You can't see. I Maybe can hear them. There is a really pretty a new mare in town. Okay. You That's know. true. That's true. Anyway, continue, Dustin. I can hear the horses neigh. <laughs> That's everything. Or, you you guys hear it. It's up to you. What do you want to do? Okay. Are Snicker gonna... at them nickering. <laughs> Are we going to spray the trap outside the stables <laughs> or inside the stables? Yeah, I uh, Pippa's going to do a couple of perception checks for traps in this area of the lodge. Well, me a perception. It's a 20. You are confident there are absolutely no traps in this area. They're really not expecting an attack from the south, are they? Knowing that guard that makes his rounds, you see tracks that head into the, the stable and then out. So you know every 30 minutes or so he goes and does a check in the stable and then he goes around and does the rest of his rounds. Do I know where in his round he is now? He's probably just about, he's probably maybe going to start it in five minutes or so. Okay. How long does it take him? Probably about 15 minutes. I'm going to recommend to the other to the other three that we lie low um, until after he's gone by. Or if we see an opportunity to nab him as he's going by to do that. But but quietly. <laughs> Quiet nabbing. So since the horses are obviously already upset about something and they are making a commotion neighing in their stables, what is the likeliness that if we just captured this dude in the stables, the horses would at least kind of mask 
the sound of us pummeling this guy. I would say that between here and the fact that this is a thick wood log cabin, they're probably not going to hear a lot. Cool. Let's hide in the stables. Cool. Did, did you already roll for traps in the stables? Dustin, did my perception check cover that? There are no traps in this area. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> I'm assuming there's windows. I'm popping on in there. There are no windows. Roll me a stealth check. Oh, well, that's no good. <laughs> no bueno, y'all. No bueno. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> 24. <laughs> Odessa should have stayed behind the stables. She rolled a 13. <laughs> Roll poorly, Dustin. Is this a rocky or hilled area? Kind of flatlandish. Kind of. It's kind of like a little valley. I rolled a 27 stealth. He doesn't seem to notice. When you guys arrive in the stable, you have a, a minute or two before the, the guard arrives. You notice inside that the twin doors open into this low stable where five stalls hold three horses and a mix of loose straw. Uh, a rack of riding gear hangs on the wall to the east and a cast iron tub sits in the corner. Yeah, so you guys are sitting there waiting and he walks into this dark stall. He's holding a torch. He doesn't seem to be paying most attention and he just is totally oblivious to each of you guys. So he comes in and once he closes the door, he takes out a cigarette and puts it in his mouth and lights it and takes in a very deep inhale and then sitting there for a few seconds. And and he walks in, he goes and he pets one of the horses and... As he heads to the door, he takes one more swig off his cigarette, and then you see him turn around and just go, hmm. And then he puts it into the horse. <gasps> I'm like, son of a bitch. Okay, uh, it's so on. it's fucking on. It's on. Abraxas is going in for the kill. He turns around to walk out the door, and he just starts to open it. Okay, so Odessa is literally just going to, like, put the barrel of her gun against his face. Roll for initiative, everybody. Abraxas, what did you get? I got a 20. Odessa, what did you get? 15. And then Pippa, what did you get? 12. And you all get a surprise round. So Abraxas, you're the first person on the surprise round. I can get here. I, can I move here or is that horse in my way? No, I think you can You can move it. Uh, the horse gladly moves out of the way. <laughs> I'll avenge you, brother. All right, Abraxas is pissed because that's no way to treat a horse. God, either ride it or fucking eat it. You don't fucking torture the thing. I'm going to smite him down with my scimitar. That's not a good eight. That is a complete miss. <laughs> it's been rolling so well. He's so pissed, he just couldn't hit. Odessa, you're up. Okay, so I think she's probably pretty worried about like making a lot of noise. And so it feel like it would be easier for her to try to like knock him unconscious or knock him prone and then like have somebody else kill him with a coup de grime quieter weapon she had the gun pointed at him and then she's gonna think better of it flip it around and just right in his face with the butt of her gun i rolled a 12 you hit exactly wow that's exciting four damage okay ow ow Pippa, you're up. Pippa is going to take her dagger and slice it as uh, ten- the tendons behind his knees. Okay, roll me an attack. Because she's so little. <laughs> I was like, why would she? Oh. <laughs> uh, that was That's a 12 to hit. That's a hit. And two points of damage. Now, is this like sneak attack because he didn't see her? Correct. So you get sneak attack damage too there. Oh, yeah. So I also get an additional D6, right? Because right, yep. we were sneaky. 
Seven points of damage. Damn. You slice his tendons, and I think when you go to slice, you actually slice an artery at the same time, and he just bleeds out. He's dead. Well, that was easier than it thought it would be. All right, guys. So that happened. Um, I'm assuming they're going to come look for him. Maybe. I don't know. He seemed like a pretty terrible guy. So maybe not. I think we got at least uh, we got at least another 15 minutes where anybody notices this fool's gone. All right. She kind of kicks up. I go attend to the horse <laughs> and make sure the horse is okay. You see a couple burn marks. It's not the first time this guy has mm-hmm. put a burn mark on him on, on the back of his hind quarters. No wonder these poor things are making such a ruckus. Uh, exactly. That is why he was making such a ruckus, all of you. But he'll be fine. It, it's more of a kind of a superficial burn. But, you know, with a little time, he'll he'll start feeling better again. So you are in the stable and it is now completely silent. What would you all like to do? So peeping out the door, Pippa can see all of these windows, right? Yes. Does she notice anybody looking out of them or any movement? No, she does not see any movement. You realize that you're pretty sure that they're only sticking to the windows in the direction of where people could be coming to attack. So there are no doors on this side either? Uh, There are doors. There are doors. Okay. Well, y'all want to head in? Does the guy have any keys or anything on him? Uh, He does not have any keys on him. Yeah. All right. So... Head to the front door or wait for somebody to look for this guy, for this creep. I think we should just go ahead and capitalize on our surprise factor and get in there. Agreed. Since nobody apparently is watching the back door, these people are incredibly confident. Let's go punish them for that. (laughs) Odessa's just going to blink at Pippa a couple times and be like, well, all right, that, sure, let's do that. That sounds good. (laughs) Slightly surprised. <laughs> so do you guys roll up to the back door? Yep, we're going to roll on up. Yep. Like the ballers we are. Okay, uh, so oh, you come yeah. up to the front door, and what would you guys like to do? Uh, Pippa's going to peek in through the windows again, kind of see if anyone's in that immediate room. In that room there? That room you find is an empty room. Um, it's going to try the door handle? Uh, the door handle opens. And I'm always going to be sniffing around. The minute I smell fairy in the area, I'm going to let everybody know. Like, okay. that's like the smell I'm like waiting for. Okay. As you enter, you see a room adorned with a bearskin rug that dominates the floor of this room. The room is flooded with trophies in the form of several deer, fish, and other animals, all of which have been mounted on the walls. Okay. Wow. So it's a fairly standard, like, hunting lodge type room Mm -hmm. that's disgusting agreed (laughs) that's just a waste of food so do you guys go into the room yes pippa's gonna roll one last perception check on it to see if there's anyone hiding in the corner if there's another trap in there go ahead i can give you a bit of guidance i'll cast guidance on you that's a plus one that's a 19 yeah it looks clear Okay, then yep, into the room she goes. All right, so Pippa goes in, and then who's going in after Pippa? Abraxas or me? What do you want to do, friend? Yeah, I try to get in front of Odessa, just because I know you're best suited in the rear. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'd rather have things hit me before they hit you. Thank you. I appreciate you. When you're looking around, Pippa, your perception check actually does pick up something. As you're looking around the room, you begin to walk over the bare rug when you notice that the bearskin rug must have been recently moved. The reason you notice as such is because you huh. can tell a coloration difference between the floorboards. You see that it's one color in one spot and another color in the other spot, the shape of the bear rug. 
you, you, you must, you realize this rug probably sits here all the time and rarely the floorboards underneath sit, see the light of day. Abraxas, help me move this thing. All right. Abraxas totally wants to take that with him as like his new blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on to it. <laughs> Sentinels aren't going to be using it anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Wow. I'll move it. I'm going to try to roll it up. <laughs> <laughs> you move the rug out of the way and you find a trap door underneath. It's locked shut with a padlock. Alternatively, you could wear it like a cape. I like that as well. I'm just saying, that is an option. Just full of good ideas. That way I do my best. I've got a lot to teach you about fashion, my friend, but all right. I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that is definitely Abraxas's aesthetic. Have you seen him? I'm sorry. (laughs) I appreciate and cherish you, but... Well, this hide I'm wearing right here is elk. Just the best elk that you could find in the north. Best elk. All right, right. y'all, y'all, we need to focus. (laughs) My darlings, we are in an enemy lodge, enemy territory. I'm sorry. We don't know how many idiot bandits are cruising around. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. All right. I'm here with the bear rug. Well, what do do y'all think? Should we uh, investigate the rest of the lodge before we try to get through this door? That's what I have a mind to do. Yeah, nothing's going to come out of that, so... We don't have to worry about something popping out of there. I mean, the rug was All moved, right. so. Oh, but it was so back. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm put it Whatever. Back. All right. I'll come back for this rug. Let's go ahead and let's try this door, the one that Abraxas is standing next to. You walk into this room and you see a very inviting large fireplace as it takes up most of the north wall of the room. Its radiant heat provides a palpable relief from the cold weather outside. Cabinets and shelves line the remaining wall space, and four windows look out on the wintry landscape surrounding the lodge. Coming out of the storage closet, you see a half-orc woman, tall and slender with greenish shade on her skin. She turns around, shocked by your appearance, and and throws the flower she was holding in the air in a surprise, getting white powder everywhere, including the soup she has simmering over the fire. She sees you well-armed, obviously not one of Roker's men, and quickly says, Oh, heavens to Betsy, you gave me a frat. Please don't hurt me. I'm just but a captive, and I want to escape. You hit her in her soft spot. Sense motive. Yep. Go for it. 20. She's telling the truth. Oh. Well, you're in luck. Just so happens you're planning on clearing this lodge out. You got a coat? I can get one. Maybe you just hang out in here for a little bit. We'll finish killing some folk. That sounds good to me. What's your name? They call me Ten Penny Tacy. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that for me? They call me Ten Penny Tacy. She, like, looks at Jim and is like, what? What? Well, what? That's not. Nice. They call me Ten... <laughs> Penny, Casey. No, I heard you. No, and like Adessa's staring at Jim and is like listening harder. Oh, oh, okay. Ten, Penny, Casey. 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 Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's alliterative. The T's and the P's get me. Casey, what can you tell us about the lodge, real quick, before we keep pressing in there? Who's I don't know here? How would you get here? I had a stroke of bad luck, you see. I was in Demgazi, trying to free a man from his valuables. I could tell they were weighing him down, so I did what any upstanding woman would do, help take some of that stuff off his hands, you know, to lighten his load. Well, no sooner than I get out the door, there he is with a group of guards in tow like I was robbing him or something. After all the efforts I went to help him free him of his possessions that were weighing him down, he goes and calls the coppers. Well, I wasn't about to go down with that, so I hightailed it out of here. Let's speed it up, Tacey. <laughs> <laughs> Adessa's just looking over at Pippa like, 
This sounds familiar for some reason. Uh, it, it, we'll talk. We'll talk about this later. It's different. <laughs> Is it? In my escape, I, I think I found, finally had a stroke of luck and found this lodge, but found it swarming with bandits. Roker gave me a choice: either as I help the chef or I get the knife. Obviously, I chose the chef pot. I can't do this on my own, but nice. if you help me get me free, you're welcome to some of the items in my chest. Maybe they'll help you out. It's just over yonder. And she points to the room down the way, and she gives you a key to her chest. How many cool? How, how many bandits are here? There's a handful of sick bandits up at the front room, and sick. um, yeah, they got they got the chillbane somethings. That's why one of the reasons he kept me is I'm supposed to keep them fed and warm. They got the chillbane fever or chillbane shakes. It's nasty stuff. I recommend not stanking around them for too long. Uh, can we do like a heal check to see what that is? Yeah, roll me a heal check. Oh my god. Natural 20. Woo woo. So that's 28. Oh, heal check. Sorry, 26. What you find out is it's the chillbane shakes. It's a less virulent strain of chillbane fever, a disease endemic in irisin. But basically what it does is gives them the uh, shaken and fatigued status. Sickened and fatigued. It's it it, like how to contract. It, it's like a contagion, like breathing the, what they're breathing, like if somebody has a flu. It's inhaled. Got it. Oh boy. And we okay. wear like bandanas or something like with a mask, like when you go to the doctor. She gives you some dish rags. She says, okay. that's what I use. That's why I haven't gotten it yet. Perfect. Well, you are just thanks, Jim. All right, well, let's go. Let's let's check out that chest. Roll me a stealth check. Eleven. Twenty-six. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. As you're heading east towards the front door, um, you guys peek around the corner, and luckily they're not really paying attention to you. You see what should have been four bandits, but now, right now, is only three. And go. Bob's been gone for quite a while. We sh- maybe we should be a little concerned about that. Hopefully, he's okay. And you see another one. Don't worry about it. I'm sure he'll be fine. And he just has this really upbeat attitude. And then there's one last guard. And he's like, huh, huh. he'll be back soon, I'm sure. Huh, huh, huh. And uh, they're just three guards just sitting there, watching out there, looking out the windows and kind of watching through the front door. Um, just waiting. Sneak attack. They're going to be very upset that Bob's mm-hmm. not going to be back. <laughs> Bad news, Bob. <laughs> It's not around and, anymore. Braxis uses nonverbals as like points to that go- the guys and are like <laughs> Pippa points to him and is like Pippa pretends nods to slit at him and throat. starts drawing her crossbow. Everybody roll for initiative. Uh, uh, Pippa. Thirteen. Uh, Abraxas. It's actually nineteen. I get we're on icy terrain, so nineteen. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let you all get a surprise round. So Abraxas, you are up. I'm the cast spell called. Flare burst. It's like flare, but it affects everybody in a twenty-foot burst. Wow! Including so us. That is a DC of thirteen. That's fortitude. One. All of them. They all failed. They're all wow. dazzled for one minute. Yeah, yeah. It's a I love blast it. Blast of light. Okay. Total upgrade. So they are all, oh my God, it's so bright. You hear him scream out and <laughs> what the fuck? It is Odessa's turn. She's going to shoot this guy in the noggin if she can. Okay. She is going to attack Dante. That is a 11 against touch AC. That's a hit. Roll for damage. 
That is a six. He looks really, really hurt. Pippa, you're up. Pippa's going to come up to the other side of this wall, and she's going to peek around it with her crossbow. I really thought you were going to say dark gun. This is not the time for Pippa's blowgun. So she's already got it out and loaded, and so she's going to peek around the wall and fire. She's definitely not going to hit anybody. But she rolled. She rolled an eight. That's a definite miss. Yep, she definitely missed. But like they're flat foot, but they're not that flat foot. Yeah, they're not quite that flat <laughs> foot. Bobby is up to play because we are now in a standard thing. He's like, what the hell's going on? And he starts kind of looking around, but he rolls a perception check and he actually rolls a 20. So he does see you guys immediately and draws his sword and starts running uh, right towards Odessa. And he rolls to attack and he misses. <laughs> Abraxas, you're up. All right. I'm going to go in for the flank. I'm going to get right behind that one dude. That one and dude. Swing. 18. That's a hit. What does it look like when you murder this dude? Oh, well, then I'm going to get my scimitar in both hands and just do like a full downward like chop at him. And with that, he goes, ah, my pancreas, and dies. That's great, because I rolled a minimum uh, damage. my pancreas. Odessa, you're up. Okay, so... Uh, could I... walk to the side of Abraxas? Yes. And get ne- so I'm not, like, shooting through him? Mm-hmm. And then shoot the guy that is in front of both of us. Go for it. Cool. Because I don't want to shoot you, friend. I don't want to. Thank you. I don't want to do it. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, that is a really big miss. I rolled a two, so three against Touch AC. How's that? That is a miss. Is it? Is it? Are you sure? Are we sure? <laughs> it's Touch. Odessa, <laughs> you're up. You mean Pippa? Uh, Pippa, you mean. Pippa, Pippa you're up. Okay, so Pippa is going to come around over by the top of the wall and she is going to take a she's going to take a shot at this hapless gentleman. She's really frustrated <laughs> that her bolt just went foom and like hit the wall behind the guy she was aiming at before. And she that would definitely hit. That's a 17 to hit. That's a hit. Yay! Yay Pippa right. did it. Lovely. And my damage roll uh, fell away. So I'm going to do it again. Uh-huh. Crack die. Yeah, that would be a one point of damage. She did it! So I, I'm guessing it grazes a shoulder or something. <laughs> yeah, so you see a crossbow bolt. It literally like dabs <laughs> down into his shoulder and then flies off and hits hit, right next to where the other crossbow bolt is. <laughs> Pippa just goes like, fuck! <laughs> Billy the guard, it's his turn, and he comes running past both Odessa and Pippa. Uh, that means you guys both get an attack of opportunity. Pippa can't do anything. She needs to reload, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Odessa, why don't you roll me an attack with the butt of your gun? Natty 20. Yeah, okay. yeah. Roll the, it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Roll the up. confirm. Whoa. Okay. Crack die. Just kidding. Let's try that again. Which is funny because I'm rolling on a play mat, but my leg just happened to be in the way. Okay. I six. So, does not confirm. Well, six against touch. Nope. Roll yeah, me damage. Wait. Actually, it would be seven against touch, but it's fine. 
Well, it wouldn't be against touch because you're using the butt of your gun. Oh, you're right. Not. You're correct. All right, four. Okay. He looks hurt. Ow. Um, <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> believe that he's injured. He sounds injured. <laughs> As he, he runs by, you pick up the butt of your gun and just slam it into his face and his nose twists and breaks. Ooh. But he keeps moving. And he goes nice. and he opens the door to the room right to the left of Pippa. And he's got like, Rokar, we're under attack. And oh, we will goody. see you next week. Abraxas is like, uh, no, we're not. False alarm. False alarm. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's horses. We're just roughhousing. It's horses. They're neighing. <laughs> just a little horseplay between guys. You know <laughs> You know how it is. Odessa's <laughs> trying to figure out how to lower her voice down further. She's like, Yeah, your metal dice. I got to get a set. They're you so all, cool. Die Hard Dice them. has the best dice, and uh, I Honestly, will promote them. Honestly, y'all, seriously. Um, they're I'm so nice. So I, like, wrote a note that was just like, oh, yeah, my friends and I are doing, like, a Pathfinder podcast kind of playthrough thing, and they're like, oh, my gosh, good luck. Like, oh, I hope you guys cool. do a great job, and, oh, like, that's so let sweet. us know more when you guys have more content. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. I need an order yeah. set. These rainbow and, dice uh, have been kicking ass so far. Well, and I had asked, like, are you guys, like, thinking of, like, selling maybe the D10s, D6, whatever, like, individually? Because I would order, like, a handful. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we plan on doing that eventually. Like, stay in touch. And I was like, I love you guys so much. And it was, like, handwritten note, like, on yep. the actual receipt. That's yep. an amazing customer service department. Yeah, I they, love are, they are. I love them so much. I love them. Oh, so. no way. I, yeah. My receipt had, like, a little handwritten note, like, best of luck in all your endeavors, little thing. It was cool. 